Welcome to Kingdom Amplified with Lindsay and Tia, sharing faith, influencing culture, and encouraging believers. It's your time to get activation, inspiration, wisdom, and fun in your life and business. Welcome to Kingdom Amplified with Lindsay and Tia. We are so excited to have you guys here. As usual, today we're going to be talking about this incredible topic that we've both dealt with in very first detail and that is the spirit of performance and what does that look like in our lives how does it inhibit us from understanding our intimacy with god and how do we move forward from it so our scripture for today is ephesians 2 8 through 10 for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is a gift from god not by works so that no one can boast For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared us in advance to do. So what is the spirit of performance? Uh, We often use it in church language, but uh, we want you guys to have a better understanding of what the spirit is. So it's a religious or legalistic type spirit. Um, The performance spirit is one that makes you think that you need to earn what you've already been given freely by God. Shame, guilt, and fear are tools that this spirit uses and are ways at which we can recognize this spirit and none of which are from God. Yeah, totally. So feeling like or even unconsciously trying to prove yourself worthy or to be seen for being seen's sake, these are all signs of the spirit of performance and, uh, potentially operating in the spirit of performance so definitely what we're trying to differentiate between is what is a healthy work life and what are works that are coming from knowing our identity in christ and having an overflow out of our spirit versus what is performing to make up for our feelings of inadequacy or lacking in our identity and not understanding that we're sons and daughters of God and what that actually means. And so we have a huge series coming up that's going to take quite a bit of time that we're actually going to dig really deep into identity as sons and daughters and what does the Bible actually say about who we are, what does God say about who he is and who we are. And uh, when we don't know, a lot of times we'll do things to try to make ourselves feel significant or make other people feel, see, or experience this performance or this facade that we kind of put on whether or not it's unconscious or conscious um of, of our way of being and operating in the world and so ecclesiastes 4 6 says that one handful of rest and patience is better than two fists full of labor and chasing the wind and god's not saying that we don't partner with him in doing our daily activities and works but but it's different when you're actually coming from a place of rest and knowing who he is um, in your spirit and operating in your gifts out of that versus towards that, trying to get towards that by by earning it some way or doing something to get there. So, so yeah, we're gonna talk about, uh, we're gonna go deeply into this show about the spirit of performance and how it's manifested in someone's life so that you can kind of recognize it or in your, even in your own life. And like we said before, this is something both Tia and I have had a very intimate yeah. and deep relationship with for many years that yeah. has manifested in many different ways. And these are some really great examples. There are many, many, many more. So um, one of the main ones is that you're coming from a place of no rest. 
you're you may be constantly doing things can even be they can even be church related things or ministry related things but they're not coming from a place of rest they're actually coming from a place of feeling obligated somehow by god or by other people by family um, obligated in an unhealthy way to a job that actually forces you out of intimate time with god or just not knowing who you are and just feeling like you always have to keep going and going and going to find your sense of worth or value. And at the end of the day, you actually feel more drained right. and, and kind of beat up than you did before. And right. th- which isn't the point of ministry and isn't the point of anything. Anything do, really. really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And this spirit is often accompanied by the absence of joy. Um, doing things out of obligation. We all know. Not fun. Not you know, not authentic and, you know, you feel like you have to do it versus feeling like you want to do it or you're blessed to be able to do it, you know, can rob you of your joy. So um, people who are operating in the spirit of performance are often like haunted by the thought of man's repercussions. Well, if I don't do it, they'll think I'm this way. They'll think I'm not nice. They'll think, you know, I'm I'm not a good person. Um, there's also that whole, I'm doing hand quotes, won't get to heaven. You know, um, some people are really caught up with thinking that the more and more works that they do, you know, typically in a church environment, you know, um, the more ministries they serve on, the more things they help out in, you know, which can be great things and are wonderful things. But if it's coming from a spirit of performance versus the spirit of rest and the overflow of love and joy, mm-hmm. it, it actually is not beneficial, you know, back to Ecclesiastics again. And they don't have the joyful glow, you know, they're busy, but not happy. Yeah, that's the saddest part when you're watching people. And I've done it. I've been there where I felt like mm-hmm. I just had to be this certain person that everyone kind of thought that mm-hmm. I was versus just being present with who I am in every situation right. and knowing who I am and not feeling like I have to like prove myself to someone. Yeah. And but, I, yeah, yeah, I used to say the expression, I even had a mug with it overworked and under love, but you know, that was kind of a lie. That was totally a lie because you know, I was doing things and busy, but not from the right place, not yeah, from not joy and fullness, but actually right. feeling like depleted at the end right. of the day. That's not, not, the way that God designed it. Not that it doesn't take work and we don't have to sometimes step outside ourselves, but ultimately we should be coming from a place of really intimacy with Christ. And right. um, a, this the, the other piece that kind of goes with that constantly being moving piece is that we get in this rationalization space of not being able to really clearly hear the voice of God because there's no silence and we kind of avoid silence. I was guilty of that forever. Mm-hmm. And that we talk through things and we begin to our perspective begins to change through our own understanding versus sitting down and waiting to hear what God's saying and actually using his lens and his filter to approach the situations around us. Right. And oftentimes people feeling the spirit of performance, you'll know it because you're feeling this pressure to like look a certain way or act a certain way in, in a different crowd or talk a certain way yeah, to maintain some type of outward appearance to give off, you know, the impression that you're this way when authentically you don't feel this way. And, um, I've experienced it, um, 
just even moving. I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast. And, um, and when I lived on the East Coast, you know, I would do a lot more in um, getting ready in the morning, like spend yeah. more time in Most my time. day to day, you know, applying a little more makeup and spending more time in outfit selection and, you know, putting forth an appearance that is typical kind of, of East Coast living, but also like just just living into that standard when I moved to the West Coast and God was just kind of working with me on living from a place of rest and joy and peace. I mean, I love days of (laughs) low maintenance living now. I could be like, uh, get too far into it. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, and that can happen anywhere too. Cause I grew up in the Midwest mm -hmm. where it was almost the opposite where people didn't really take as much time to, to get ready and get dressed. And then when I moved here to San Diego, it was very different. There's a lot of, it's yeah. a very different cultural thing. But I think when you're coming from, it's a heart condition more than anything. Yeah, that the heart yeah, condition. Because exactly. when I first kind of got here, I was still in the old way. And, you know, God was still working with me on performance things. And it was an adjustment period that I got comfortable to the right. place of being able to, not do as much and be more relaxed and look and embody and you know just right. embody rest in every way so we'll talk and a little not, bit like, more feed on what other people think right you, think of you or need from you or, or need you to be this certain facade of yourself yes you know? or even what you feel like you are like yeah, a lot of totally. it with me was like my own feeling of this is what i am and what i represent And it was like, it really didn't mean anything, really. At the end of the day, God challenged that thought process and like, no, who you are is in me. You know, it's not, it's not based on any outward appearance at all. So we'll talk a lot about that in our next show. So we're going to talk about how that comes about, how that comes about, kind of comes about in the first place. Right now, we're just talking about kind of symptoms. And one of the major ones is the lack of intimacy and inability to be vulnerable and authentic. Mm -hmm. So I, man, can't even believe how much I see this just everywhere. It's almost like the great thing is the younger generation Mm -hmm. are calling and craving this authenticity that is, Mm -hmm. is calling it forward. And people are kind of exposing things in the media or whatever that have been hidden or been placed under this place of inauthenticity that the world is really hungry and craving the authentic you mm-hmm. they're craving, you know, as much as this is something that I learned in this most recent seminar that I went to. It's like, well, people pay Tony Robbins a lot of money mm-hmm. to come in and expose the areas of extreme comfortability where they're not ch- being challenged to step forward into their destiny. Right. Mm-hmm. So in order to get to that place, you really have to be authentic and vulnerable and allow the Lord to speak into those areas of your life. And if you're always trying to to work out of your own strength and and perform and be this certain person, then it's really hard for you to be vulnerable and receive. And my really important suggestion is get healing work. Dig mm-hmm. out the roots of that. Figure yes. out what caused that in the first place and what lie you're agreeing right. with. Because all gonna... this whole spirit of performance, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk a lot more about that, exactly. comes in with some type of a lie, whether it's through an emotion or whatever mm-hmm. else, um, or through an encounter with your fan, wherever it comes from. Just right. really being vulnerable and, and authentic and allowing the Lord to come in and show you a, a perspective, a full visionary perspective, is how that's going to shift for you. So Exactly. Yeah. 
And another thing that happens is um, when you're operating in that spirit, it's an inability to be present and in the moment. It it, it creates this anxiety of, Mm -hmm. you know, being conscious of what you're projecting, but not conscious of what you're experiencing, what's actually going on around you. So your brain is just too preoccupied with what actually doesn't matter and takes you away from actually having an experience of what is actually going on around you. And a lot of people report, I know in my business, like, you know, I miss, totally miss my wedding because I was, you know, counting the chairs and seeing who was absent. And I missed the most beautiful day of my life, you know, because they were, you know, being the bride and, and being into the details that really don't matter instead of actually experience the moment and allowing themselves to be present. And we'll talk a little bit more about like how you can change your focus a little bit later, but um, just wearing the mask takes up so much time and energy and mental energy that it doesn't allow for you to have that, that real, being still that real ability to live life in the moment and experience God in the moment. Like God is constantly giving us, you know, like just talking to us and, and showing us things. And when we're not in the moment, we're totally missing them. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, and he's speaking through everything. everything. More, the closer that we've gotten to him, yes. it's crazy how much he's speaking and yes. how often and how clear he wants to be, mm-hmm. but he's trying, he's retraining us. He's speaking right. all around us. But if we're not listening and we're, right. we're so caught up in being in this place mm-hmm. of performing and having to look, you know, having to have our ministry or our, life Mm -hmm. together quote or looking like something then Mm -hmm. we're missing what he's you know he's Mm -hmm. so much more concerned about our identity and so much more concerned about our relationship with him Mm -hmm. and how we are with him right so and that's how everything else kind of flows out of that so it's it's such an important piece that we don't even realize like as i was getting healing through the spirit of performance how in depth i had come into agreement with it and this was one of the major reasons, you know, I'm in this industry where I'm out speaking and I'm really a part of movers and shakers and business folks that are out changing the world and really hungry for new ideas. And then a lot of times people will believe they have a corner on truth that there's no other way or no other idea, right? They're the expert in the field or whatever. And instead of coming alongside what God is doing and partnering with him and seeing his bigger picture and perspective, then um, the spirit of performance will build something that it has to sustain, right? Mm-hmm. If, if God builds something, he's going to sustain it. He's going to put the effort energy into it, and it's going to be this place of ease and rest and come out of that intimacy and relationship. Amen. That doesn't mean no work, but it does mean an ease and an understanding and a depth, right? If we're building it out of performance, and it's like we're constantly having to work at it, we're constantly having to... Um, hold it up, so to speak, by our make own strings happen. and make everything happen. And it's amazing what happens when it shifts. It's like these exactly. crazy doors of opportunity. We've even been seeing it a lot yeah. recently. These just crazy doors of opportunity. Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything right. other than seeking him, honestly. Right. And partnering really, with the Holy Spirit. seeking and partnering and listening and being available and being present right. and not being so concerned that with what other people think and, mm-hmm. and even saying no to relationships that are like that. Right. Um, whether it be um, 
potential spouses or right. friends or business even partners yeah. yeah business partners church people it's just job it's not offers really, exactly yeah. job offers that are that would put you in that constant state of having to perform man that i've been there so yeah. i'm so glad that the lord's delivered delivered us but amen it's a powerful powerful deal yes it makes life a lot lighter and easier yeah. you know Totally. actually resting in him and like and letting that, god do the heavy lifting exactly. like <laughs> he wants to fight on our behalf he wants to do it on our behalf exactly. he wants to partner with us and clear the road and it's beautiful exactly he's and a great so, dad he's yes, always providing for us he's he always is. working in the background and he, he really always is, is partnering us and wants to give us the downloads for everything but we have to be listening right we have to be positioning ourselves in a place that we're not so concerned about what man's thinking right or what we're doing exactly. and what we have going what totally. we think we're building that we can receive. without him right <laughs> yeah to try and stand on our own two legs so yes very true and speaking of that that's kind of just plays into the busybody spirit you know yeah. like uh oftentimes we just get too into us into our own selves just wrapped up into our own plan and our own life, doing things our own way, been guilty of that. Um, <laughs> the hard road, though, that's really like choosing the hard road, the the road where if you fail, it's on your own back. And mm -hmm. it always feels like I can't let these balls, you know, these balls I'm juggling fall down. I have to do this. I have to be in that area. Right. You know, it's hard to relinquish activities. It, it creates this even more performance because you you know you don't want to fail in your business because people are watching it and that'll you know not only hurt you um financially but like your image and you know the, and this the whole facade it's is a built whole of this thing workspace theology talk about just starts yeah. changing our whole thinking and understanding yeah. filtering through our own perspective instead of seeing the vision of god so, exactly and it's destructive man he has yeah. a really good story about a worship experience that she had recently too oh yeah uh a friend of mine invited me to a worship event and it was really nice you know the so at the beginning of service everyone was worshiping and you know i'm all into the worship piece and i noticed that my friend is not next to me you know seated next to me like when we first got there and you know after some part of the worship when you know there was doing some announcements or changing songs or something i realized where she'd gone she had gone to greet her friends and like catch up with her friends which is not bad in time and in season but she was like missing the opportunity to connect with god which is the main reason why we were there you know the mm -hmm. that this was such a great opportunity to worship and get connected with god but you know she had her own agenda or idea that it was very important or most important to connect with friends to portray that you know that that was the most important thing even though we did it again after service yeah. so it, it just you know it just reminds us like you know stay connected to god know what's really important know you know an order he has an order for things well and he's not going to let you miss out on opportunities that's the thing yeah it's like if he's got somebody there that's a divine appointment for you you're going to meet him right it, it wasn't even him. about divine appointments no. it was definitely about yeah, weekly check-ins making sure being a busybody that you're there and they're and comfortable and yeah you it's more about you than it is about exactly 
the Lord. And yeah, that's that's a gnarly one, man. Yeah. And it, that kind of plays into to this bondage to religious traditions and mm-hmm. this forced expectations on relationships and the quality of character that's conditional. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're having to do things to earn love in relationships or to make yourself look like this um holy person mm-hmm. i guess or whatever exactly. and they they can't accept you for your own authentic self my god the amount of work that it must take to keep up a facade we've had various friends and over the years that it's just exhausting even god. watching it <laughs> just to think about and it right now we just keep praying like that the lord would deliver them and yeah that it wouldn't have to be a production every time we go everywhere or whatever because it's, it's just not like nobody needs that we have so much work to do in the kingdom right. like, in such a good way that yeah and not out of performance but just out of relationship that right. it's like dude that stuff wasted time it's such a waste energy. of time it's a distraction yeah and and we're we're looking for fruit you know we're right. gonna be Right. And T and I know that we do carry a high level of authenticity. And sometimes that means that people don't want to be around you. Yeah. Because <laughs> totally. they can't. Which is fine so with hard us. for them to be authentic. <laughs> and, and we don't play into this production piece yeah. that it's it's hard. Sometimes you do lose friends over. Yeah. I've lost some good friendships over people yeah. that just, you know, I'm not going to play into their Mm-mm. game of Character. trying to make themselves important. Or, right. And I've lost clients over it. You, yeah. You'd be surprised. But you know what? I've also had some amazing relationships get built mm-hmm. out of just being my authentic self and just really showing up and being present and, you know, having tact about myself, but not right. holding back in the sense of really just being who I am. Exactly. So, yeah, it's good. Totally. Those are the only really relationships worth having at this point. Yeah. You know, if you have to work too hard to stay connected or to find connection with someone or totally have to change your your approach to a person or they change your energy level in a negative way yeah you know you just really have to pray about god what's the purpose of this relationship in my life is there any purpose and decide from there yeah totally yeah and that brings us into being attracted to the type of people who perpetrate unhealthy fruit in your life like you know, we really need to be prayerful about the people that we invite into our life, into our relationship, into our space. You know, are they the type of people that God is using to build us up, to build us closer to him? You know, is it a type of relationship that is fruitful or are they draining you? Are they actually, you know, in some way encouraging you to perform or to be inauthentic? Or even, you know, some relationships just take you away from God yeah, and the spirit. Altogether. They're just distractions totally. all together, you know. So that's another part of why we got to be so intimate. And right. That's the main so you can discern the intimacy piece yeah. with God is like everything stems out of that. Every single thing in our life stems out of the intimacy piece. Right. Mm-hmm. So when the soil is rich and tilled up and ready to receive the good seed that then God can quickly plant, grow and multiply us. Amen. He wants to give us the kingdom. And so it's it's partially our job to seek out and start cult allowing him to come in and cultivate that soil whether it looks like getting healing or just researching about him what does he really say about us right how do we really experience him more um it, it, this is so funny i have such a good story my pastor who is like such an incredible guy mm-hmm. and he used to patch pastor mega churches all through his 20s and 30s 
And he posted this picture on Facebook recently that was amazing. It was a picture of him at 20, 30, and 40 years old. And at 40, he actually looks the youngest, the most vibrant. His spirit feels the most alive. Why? Because he knows his identity. He's now coming from a place of rest in Christ and not feeling an outside expectation of what success in Christ is supposed to look like for anyone but him and his relationship with Jesus. And I've even seen him grow just just in this restful place. And, you know, he gets asked to do all kinds of stuff all Mm -hmm. the time. And he's so prayerful about entering into any Mm -hmm. type of ministry or any type of thing that that tries to make him perform something. And he's a fabulous speaker. And and teacher. Yeah, and there's one thing that I do want to mention that the Lord placed on my heart this week about the spirit of performance and actually, like, being a, quote, performer, as in, if you're a speaker or you're a singer and you do need to get up on stage and God gives you a grace to express him in a certain way, that's a very different, different. type of performing <laughs> right. than speaking in a sense of or uh, worshiping or leading whatever in whatever way and from the sense of lack and needing that to fill you up and needing that to fill your identity. Oh, yes. And I've even seen it with pastors. And oh, I've heard yeah. a lot of crazy stories about Being when they addicted. get out of the ministry. They don't yeah. know who they are. Right. And that is very, very scary, too. Yeah. It's scary because how can you minister if you're not in a place of... And that's, that even goes to the law of self-promotion. And there's so many other things that we yeah. could talk about with that. When you are in a place of intimacy, when you are in a place of resting in the spirit, the Lord does promote you. The mm-hmm. same thing with Jesus, and we're going to talk about this in future shows, too, that yep. for every one year of ministry that Jesus had, he had 10 years of intimacy with the Father. That's a pretty profound statement. Yes. For every one year of being out equipped out into the world, he understood the Father's heart for 10 years. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, that God doesn't promote you and elevate you, and Lord Jesus, there is a spirit of acceleration on the earth right, right now. now. So. That's not Tap what I'm saying, but, but intimate, what I am saying is intimacy with the father is so insanely important to him. It's everything. Right. It really is everything. The most important thing. Exactly. Yes. And so without that, there's no promotion. Right. Or there shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say there isn't because yeah. there is, unfortunately, but yeah, but that's, you know, oftentimes you're getting promoted in those situations by men and people who are feeding their own sense of performance. And then it becomes this whole culture of performance, performance. right? And that's kind of what we have been experiencing for a long time in the USA. Right. So it's cool that now we have a new generation of leaders and people that are unconventional and, and a bipartisan or nonpartisan, I guess, president <laughs> even now. So there's like a crazy amount of freedom that's coming from the traditional breaking out of the norms, which is really cool. Amen. Yeah. So, yes. So, this we're coming to the end of yeah. this show, but we do want to get you excited about our next show where we'll talk a little bit about identity and talk a little bit about, talk a lot, actually, about how mm-hmm. to achieve this intimacy, how to come yeah. from a spirit of performance and get power over it and turn it into intimacy with God and increase your intimacy with God and your relationship with God and ways to go about that. 
And so, we're going to expose some roots too. Yes. In the next show of like where the History. spirit of performance comes from yes. so that God can actually come in and help you heal. Because they come from all over the place. And, and like I said, with this culture of performance. Mm -hmm. So the Lord's shown us some really, really cool things about breaking off some of that stuff and where they come from, like kind of in hidden places sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to share that with you in upcoming shows. And then, like we said, we're going to be doing an entire full series on identity and just breaking things down to the bare bones yes. and then eventually we're going to have a book and workbook and all this yes. awesome stuff that the lord's calling us to do that we're really yes, excited about really so, excited about that yeah it's good it's going to be awesome so we just want to speak some declarations and some prayers over you guys for an incredible uh week and time of stepping into this acceleration and stepping it out of this spirit of performance. Right. And so the first one is, I am a new creation. I am a sound mind. I am his workmanship. The kingdom of God is within me. I am prepared for good works. I am made in his image. We are a different people. We stand out from the rest. <laughs> <laughs> we are the people of God. Amen. And I am a saint. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. So we're just going to do a quick prayer. Lord Jesus, you're so good to us. We thank you so much thank for you, exposing Lord. lies, and we thank you so much for the freedom that comes along with the truth. Yes. We thank you for all this knowledge base that you're giving us, and not only that, but that you're teaching us through experience and through our testimony how to walk into that with you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. We thank you that you're patient with us, that it's never about performance with you. It's always about authenticity. We love you so much. We're so grateful to be on this journey, walking step in step with you. We're grateful for all the things that you've done to, to set us free, Lord, yes, and that we can walk in this freedom. We just, we pray for a revelation of even more of your freedom for everyone that's listening. And we just pray that you would just be tilling up the soil in our, all of our hearts, Lord, and just um, pulling up any seeds and roots that don't belong and just really planting this seed of intimacy and planting this, un a deep understanding of our identity as your sons yes, and daughters Lord. and just reinforcing that Lord with everybody that you send into our life and, giving us a crazy good sense of discernment so we can really be aware of what's from you and what isn't. We thank you for the show. We just pray that you would continue to bless us all with opportunities in both our workplace and our home life and um, our ministries and all the things that you're doing in our lives, Lord. And, and we love you. We're grateful for the acceleration and the gifts that you've poured on the earth right now. And we just pray that you would teach us to walk that out and teach us to capitalize on that. Yes, Lord. And give us a new renowned sense of our identity in you, Jesus, and a freedom that comes along with it. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. We look forward to seeing you next show. Yes. Have a great week. Oh, you can also check us out at kingdomamplified.com. <laughs> yes. And we're on YouTube, SoundCloud. Now we're on the iTunes store. Woo -woo. Yes. So you can check us out at Kingdom Amplified on iTunes. And also we have a blog, kingdomamplified.com, where you can write us messages if you have topics that you want us to talk about or things you want to learn about. We love your feedback. Yes. And we will definitely adjust shows accordingly. So have a great week. We'll okay. talk to you soon.